Okay, um, yes, I think you can hear me. So, <clears throat> just very quickly, it's, it's really a privilege and a blessing to serve others. And in Christianity, it's, it's something that is a bit unique. It's not like, you know, just serving others because you're going to earn a salary or you're going to get uh, paid. But it's something that we do because we, 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 we believe in overflowing with the love of God towards others. So I have just, I'll just go through four, four, four points that I think we should take away from here when it comes to serving others, when it comes to really looking at ministries towards others. Um, first of all, serving others, serving others is so, so key because it, it, it enables us and it helps us to be like Jesus. Um, you know, one of the things that I pray, uh, whenever I pray for this church, whenever I pray for people in this church, is that even as we serve, um, as we minister to others, that we are being molded and shaped to be more and more like Jesus. In Mark chapter 10, verse 45, he himself said, I came not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. So when you look through scriptures and you see a lot of what Jesus was doing, he was involved in serving others. Um, whether it was healing, whether it was preaching, whether it was teaching, and even just in things that were practical, like helping fishermen. You know, these guys had gone out, they couldn't catch any fish, so he came in and actually intervened and changed the situation. So this was the heart of Jesus, serving others. He could have come just to die and then, you know, rise again and go back to heaven. But the bulk of his ministry while he was here on earth was really just serving others. So my prayer is um, and continues to be really for us all that we are being shaped and molded to actually be like Jesus, even as we take up these opportunities to serve others. The other thing about serving others um, is that we discover talents within us. It's one of the greatest ways to actually discover the giftings and the talents that God has placed on the inside of you, and to use them for his grace, uh, for, rather for his glory, um, and to use them to actually honor him. Um, if you look through the Bible, almost every single person who was anointed and successful, in fact, I can't think of an exception, really, they started off as, as servants, really. Uh, look at David, for example, started off as a servant in the house of Saul. Prophet Samuel started off as a servant in the temple under the priest Eli. Timothy was a young man who ministered and who served under Paul. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29, it says, do you see a man who is diligent and skillful in his business? So when you are diligent and when you are skillful in your business, in ministering to others, such a person will stand before kings. First of all, you stand before the Lord Almighty, but also you will stand before others um, and you, you will really be honored as a result. So I pray that really the people who are ministering, that really the, the heart of God, you connect with the heart of God in a very unique way. And that's my blessing over you. The other thing about serving others is the results. There is results. Um, you will see results in terms of, you will see an increase in praise to God. Um, you know, in discipleship, for example, one of the things that really blesses me in discipleship is students who later come back, and even teachers, when they come back and they say, you know, I've actually taken this material, the word of God that's in this material, and I've applied it, and we've, we've, done, we've, we've seen amazing results. We've seen signs, we've seen wonders, we've seen healings, we've seen miracles. 
And so those things really bless me. They really, I just, I go back and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to take part in this powerful ministry. So <clears throat> serving others results in abundant praise to God. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11 says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. You should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So serving, in a way, is a form of worship. It's a way to share love and grace that we have received from Jesus to share it with others. Amen? So uh, we pray that the service that we perform in these ministries will result in more and more testimonies of praise to God. Serving also helps us and enables us to receive rewards. It enables us to receive rewards. They are, they, are, they are rewards that God has promised those who serve. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24, it says, Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Jesus Christ whom you serve. And this for me has been very, very key, this particular verse, because when I serve, you know, there are times that are like, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. But this, this last sentence, it is the Lord Jesus Christ whom I serve, um, is, is, is really key. It helps to strengthen me because I'm like, wow, I have the honor and the, the privilege and the opportunity to actually serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's the attitude that I've developed and I've learned to develop within my heart that as I serve. And I pray that this too is a, it's an attitude that we can develop as people who work in the service of the Lord. So I encourage those who are thinking <clears throat> of taking up serving or who would like to really take up opportunities of serving in different ministries. Um, you know, it, it's easy to find excuses and explanations and rationalize why you can't serve. Things like, I don't have the time, I don't know what to do, I don't have the skills. And even, you know, you don't need me, you seem to be doing quite well without me. That is not necessarily true. Those are excuses <laughs> and rationales. And, and by the way, many of the people that God chose had these excuses. So, so God has had them all before. They are not new. <laughs> Moses thought he was nobody, eh? Um, he didn't think anybody would pay attention to him because he had issues with the way he talked. Um, David was the youngest and the most insignificant of his family. Isaiah said, I am not worthy. I can't do this. Uh, Peter said, I'm too sinful. Stay away or go away from me, Lord. I'm too sinful. Gideon thought he was the least of the least. Not just the least, but the least of the least <laughs> of his clan and even his family. Timothy thought he was too young. So these excuses have come before God before. So don't use them. They are not unique. They are not unusual. Um, but really, just pray in your heart and seek the Lord's will. Where is it that the Lord would like to guide you to serve and to minister to others? And there is no ministry that is too insignificant. Don't look for the, the ministries that are just, you know, they are, what do they call them? Um, in-your-face ministries, so to speak. There are a lot of ministries that that are, are sort of, they're there, they seem to be quiet, but they are very, very powerful. So it's not really so much the, the, the size of the ministry, how big the ministry is. Um, what God is more interested in is the heart with which you serve. If you look at the hospitality ministry, for example, you might say, you know, how does washing dishes really honor God? How does washing cups really honor, honor God? But people like Stephen, this is where he started, and eh? this is where he was first identified, Stephen. He was chosen to serve food 
uh, when, when a dispute arose in the church, they said we need to look for people who can actually split up um, the rations for the widows and see how to serve them and so on and so on. Sounds like a very insignificant ministry. But it says this man was full of grace, full of power, and he did amazing things um, in the sight of the Lord. So it's really not about the size of the ministry. God looks at the heart that you serve with. He looks at faithfulness, humility, love. These are the things that he wants to develop in each one of us. And serving is a very good opportunity to develop them. And then also for those who think, I really don't have gifts, I don't have talents, I don't have time. Um, you know, God does not call people who are necessarily gifted or talented or idle. He doesn't look for people and say, hey, God, this guy is very idle. I think I'll give him some work to do. It, it's not that. Um, he calls you. That's the first step. He calls you. And then he equips you. He provides for you. He provides everything that you need, the time, the ability, the, everything that is necessary, he actually provides that. So, so don't wait for your whole life to be organized and planned out and then come to God and say, okay, now I'm ready. Um, God looks for people whose heart is willing to respond to his call and then he equips you and, 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 and does all these things that are necessary for, for ministry. So as I finish... For those who have responded to the call and who stood up, some of you very repeatedly, <laughs> repeatedly, um, in whatever ministry that you're in, brothers and sisters, stand firm, stand firm. Let nothing move you as you busy yourselves in the Lord's work and be sure that nothing you do for him is ever lost or ever wasted. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Nothing you do for the Lord is ever lost or ever wasted. So thank you for your ministries. Thank you so, so much for blessing us. Thank you for serving the Lord faithfully, humbly, and with zeal and passion. May the Lord richly bless you. May he reward you in many, many ways. God bless you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's rise to our feet as we finish and we close. And like we've, we've said before, if there's any area that you'd like maybe to minister to others or you feel led to minister to others um, in, uh, you're welcome to see the leaders uh, of those ministries. Um, have a, grab a cup of coffee or tea and maybe walk up to them and then ask them eh, what is involved. Um, I might not have so much time, but maybe I can give a little at a time. Um, start somewhere, uh, but respond to, the, to God's call if this is where you feel that you've been led. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity for working, for being co-workers with you. Father, we thank you that we can minister with grace, with love, with kindness, and with all the gifts that you place in our heart. Lord, I pray, especially for those who are serving. Um, sometimes it may be tempting to be weary, to be tired, but Lord, when we wait upon you, our strength is renewed. Thank you for the gifts that you have given us. Thank you for the talents you've given us. Thank you even for the time you've given us to participate in this powerful ministry in, 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 your, in your service. And Lord, we also pray for those who are willing and those who would love to come and join in. We just pray that the enemy will not um, reduce or, or, or really um, take away that from them, but Lord, that the opportunities will be created. So whether time is necessary or ability or talents, Lord, we believe and we trust that you will provide for them. 
And Lord, we just pray a blessing even as we go into this coming week that you'll be with us even as you have promised. Thank you, Father, that you never leave us, you never forsake us. We thank you for this service and for the blessings that we have received out of this service. Lord, we thank you for your servants. We thank you most of all for the Lord Jesus Christ because through him we have the living example of what it really means to serve with passion and with zeal. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Indeed, may the Lord bless you. We've come to the end of the service. Tea or coffee is available, so please help yourself. God bless.